And now, a highlight from Animal Radio on iHeartRadio. Is your pet happy? Do you think your pet's happy? Sure, you think your pet's happy. You do the best to uh, make them happy. And right now, we're going to teach you how to make your dogs laugh. We welcome back to the show the amazing Dr. Stanley Corinne. Hi, Doc. How are you doing? Pretty good. Still fat and sassy. Still fat and sassy. <laughs> Just the way we <laughs> like you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, can dogs laugh? Can they really laugh? Oh, yeah. Uh, it was it was one of those early debates which was uh, started up by uh, uh, Conrad Lorenz uh, in his book, Man Meets Dogs. And he noticed that... Uh, that an invitation to play uh, with dogs is is followed by a particular expression. So that is where the the mouth opens and the the tongue is visible, lolling out over the front teeth. And then there's a a, a certain kind of panting which the dog uh, uh, gives. And uh, this panting he identified with with human laughter and. Anyway, there was a, a research team uh, headed by um, Patricia Simonet in um, uh, Sierra Nevada College, yeah. and she looked at the laughter sounds in dogs. And, and the way that her team did this was they, they basically stood around in parks with a parabolic microphone uh, that allowed them to record the sounds that dogs made while they were playing at a distance. And she first described it as sounding to an to an untrained human ear, uh, much like a pant, but with no voicing. On it. It's, you know, like <sighs> uh, so. It, it's a breathy sound, but if you if you held if you're making that sound and you hold your fingers up to your throat, you don't feel any vibration. Okay. She found, you know, she took these sounds back and they, they audio analyzed them and found that they uh, break up into a broad range of frequencies, much, much broader than you find in, in, in regular dog panting. And uh, then she started to play with the sounds. So uh, she confirmed that, that you know, you, you play recordings of this laugh sound to puppies and they start to romp and they um, you know act very happy and it can actually be used to, to to calm dogs in an animal shelter if you play short bursts of this and I, I got to admit that I was a bit skeptical about the usefulness of of, uh, of these things so I began to experiment originally with my own dogs uh -huh. uh, this you know, you you want to do this when your when your significant other is 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 not, you know, around, <laughs> because, you know, they have suspicions that you've been uh, too close to the bottle of bourbon. Uh, but anyway, my 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 original attempts were not very successful. I mean, it caused virtually no response, or or at best, some puzzled looks from my dogs. <laughs> However, I, I was eventually able to, to shape a, a set of sounds which which did you know evoke interest on the part of my dogs. And but it, it requires some conscious monitoring. So for me what seems to work is something like and you the sound I hope you're you're registering this yes. um, is is made with a sort of an open mouth uh, uh, pardon, uh, with a, a slightly rounded lips, uh, so it's, 
while the ha sound, okay, is made with a sort of an open mouth smiling expression. So, so the the sound. Yeah, there we there we go. That's good. My, Wait, my, it, my, my tail is wagging. <laughs> Doctor um, Debbie, can you give that a try real fast? I just want to make sure everyone understands how to do. Oh, you've got too much voice, Debbie. Too no, much. Okay. Yes, just the breath. You, you t- touch your throat. If you're, if it's vibrating, you're, you're, you've got too much voice. So try it again. Yes. Better. Yes, that's it. And the trick. It's kind of like is, yoga breathing. <laughs> <laughs> except, except you have to work it up into a into a reasonable pace. You know, it's difficult for me right now because I'm suffering from an allergy attack, so I don't have my nose to sort of gulp in extra air. But anyway, if you can do that, if you can maintain that little burst of it, uh, I find that my dogs, you know, will come over and look at me and and they they will, you know, uh, give that little dog smile uh, or an invitation to play. And, and I've tried to use it, actually. You know, you can use it. You know, when, when I'm dealing with, with dogs in a beginner's dog training class, you know, I find that it helps to calm worried or anxious or shy dogs. Uh, and it seems to help if you glance at the dog directly only for a few brief intervals. I mean, you have to sort of sort of glance over and look away. Uh, and uh, the, the, those sort of short side-to-side movements uh, of your head seem to help. By the way, you know, there's, there's a... Uh, uh, there was a study which was done a number of years ago. And they were looking to see whether there were breed-specific differences in a sense of humor in dogs. And and what they found is, now come on, can you guess uh, two or three of the most playful breeds? I'll, I'll tell you what, we're going to take a quick break. And uh, while we're taking the break, try to think of which breeds have the biggest sense of humor here, or, or most playful, as Dr. Stanley Corinne uh, is mentioning there. We'll be right back and we'll find out right here on Animal Radio. Stick around. <laughs> Oh, you're laughing. My dog is looking at me like I'm crazy right there. It is Animal Radio celebrating the connection with our very hilarious pets and uh, making them happy, trying to make them laugh. And no, it's not telling them jokes, although there are some jokes that would make my dog laugh hilariously. And just before the break, Dr. Corinne was saying that uh, perhaps there are some breeds that are more apt to laugh like this, right? Is that correct? Well, that have the, seem to have the best sense of humor, yeah. Okay, best sense of humor. What breeds do you think? Judy, do you want to take a stab at it? I'm going to say Australian Shepherd. Uh, Dr. Debbie, you want to take a stab? Labradors. You think they have a sense of humor, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, the Australian Shepherd is up over there. Yeah. Um, the, really? uh Yep. Uh, the Golden Retriever is up there. Uh, the top one, actually, is the Irish Setter. <laughs> really? Oh, those yep. Irish. Wow. Oh, no, I, I had an Irish setter, and he didn't have a sense of humor at What's all. What's no. Lori, do your bulldogs have a sense of humor at all? You know, I was wondering. I was going to go with, you know, what Dr. Debbie said. I was thinking labs. Or I thought, you know, bulldogs really are pretty hysterical. So <laughs> yeah, Actually, are they, they on the list? They, yeah, they're on the list, but at the bottom. At the bottom <laughs> of the list. Whoa, okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're they're in the least... Uh, their their sense of humor, their playfulness is is at the bottom. Um, the, at the bottom, you find things like the basset hound and the bulldog and the bloodhound. Um, uh, but at this, in, in the most playful and and, and uh, most best sense of humor, you find, as I said, the the top is the Irish setter, and then you have 
um, the English Springer Spaniel. You had a whole swack of terriers, Cairn Terrier, Airedale Terrier, uh, Miniature Schnauzer. Uh, the little Sheltie is there. The standard poodle is there, but not the toy poodle for some reason or another. Um, what about just, the Chihuahua? The, <laughs> do, do, the, do the Chihuahuas have a sense of humor? The Chihuahuas are in the are in the bottom uh, uh, group. Actually, there are uh, some of the Nordic Nordic dogs are down there too. The Samoyed, who always looks like he's smiling, he's got that great you know open mouth smile, uh, and the Malamute are sort of down over there. I'm sure it's like humans. Some humans have a sense of humor and some don't, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 and it's like intelligence in dogs. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we can say that, you know, the, the golden retriever is the, is the f- fourth most intelligent breed of dogs in dogdom. I mean, but every now and then you run across a golden who couldn't now think a river rock. I mean, so, <laughs> so. Uh, I mean, you know, so there are large individual variations in this sort of thing. And the thing about, you know, uh, a lot of people would say, you know, well, well, I really want a breed of dog which which has, you know, a good sense of humor and that sort of thing. Uh, but that's a double edged sword. I mean, you know. You know, I mean, every now and then, you know, it's really helpful to have a dog which, when you sit down on the sofa, just comes up over there, and lies his head down, and yep. and and provides contact comfort. But if you've got an Irish Setter, for example, I mean, he's going to find where you put the leash, and he's going to be throwing it in your lap, you know, <laughs> or, you know, saying "Walk me, walk me," or or find, worse, find a tennis ball and that sort of thing. Um, the tail uh, says a lot, doesn't it? Oh, the tail says a lot, although people tend to misread the tail an oh. awful lot. Uh, the, there are two dimensions to the uh, tail. Uh, one is the height that the tail is, is held in, and the other is the actual movements which the tail makes. So, uh, you know, you have to be careful because, uh, you know, everybody says, well, you know, if the tail is wagging, then, then the dog is happy. But if the tail is sort of straight up, and it seems to be shaking more than than wagging. You know, there's short little wags back and forth at high speed. Uh, that's not a friendly dog. That is a dog who's making a dominant statement. He's basically saying, you know, back off, give me some space. And you know, a lot of people misread that. And you know, so they send their kid over there. The, the dog snaps at them, and the person's upset and said, you know, you know, that dog snapped at my child without any warning. Well, I'm sorry. You know, the dog was sending the appropriate signal. The 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 happiest uh, signal is when the the tail is is held sort of moderately low, sort of mid low and it's swinging back and forth with with uh, with very broad swings which seems to drag the dog's hips with it and and i you know i tend to call that my fearless leader uh wag uh because you know it, it the dog is in fact happy but he's he's really giving us a sign of submission he's basically saying you are my fearless leader and you will take care of me and <laughs> You know, and that sort of thing. That's the the friendliest kind of a wag which you get. If the tail is low and it's wagging it slowly and that sort of thing, you've got a dog who is, you know, not feeling very secure and and is feeling kind of anxious. So so you have to you have to read the whole pattern. I mean, 
you know, the dogs are really experts at at uh, body language, and and they have to be. I mean, you know, I, I'm just yeah. glad I don't have a tail because uh, can you imagine every emotion that I had? Somebody else could see that immediately. I couldn't. Well, I could, you, yeah, that would be horrible. You can play poker. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I'd be a horrible <laughs> poker player. Doctor Corinne, we are we are so out of time, but we always have so much fun when you're on the air with us, and hopefully we can do it again. Is there a website where people can learn more about what you're doing? Uh, yeah, there is uh, uh, Stanley Corin online, and there's there's also a Wikipedia um, entry. Um, there's there's somebody with too much time on their hands. We'll put links to those. Thank you once again. We'll put links to those over at AnimalRadio.pet. You're listening to Animal Radio. Visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android.